Hey, this is TJ Majors, and you're listening to Dortmund for Clear, presented by OfferPad. We're fresh off the plane from Sonoma and ready to break it all down. We'll cover Ross Chastain taking a shortcut, AJ Allmendinger's three-wide move on our restart, and the all-star race expectations. Let's get started. Nobody's listening, but I don't care. I'm on an episode of Door Bumper Clear. Hey, everybody. I'm TJ Majors. It's part of the 22 Cup Car Only this weekend. Joining me. You did a good job staying out, TJ. I didn't know if that was going to work out for you, but it did. Yeah, it's um, on me. Brett Griffin, spotter for Jeb Burton up in mid-Ohio for the first time ever. My inaugural trip up there. What's up, Freddie Kraft? Spotter for Bubba Wallace this week. Had a miserable day right up until 10 to go, and then we salvaged a decent day. Uh, we have a fill-in back with us this week. Yeah, I'm Hannah Newhouse, back once again with a... Do I get to introduce Janet, too? Sure. Janet's here with me, too. So thanks for everyone that got on Twitter and asked to bring her, because she's here. She's under the table. The last time a dog was here, TJ's dog gave me dirty looks from (laughs) Terry over there for like an hour. (laughs) Janet doesn't mind very well, and when Dilner pointed that out, she got heavily insulted. Yeah, so now she's under the table. Because what Dilner basically said to her after he insulted her was, I mean, what's going to happen when you have kids if your dog doesn't listen? Like, what are your kids going to (laughs) do? And she turned all red in the face, and she looked like Casey for a hot minute. Brett made that sound like... Dilner said it all. But I couldn't Brett believe, started this. I couldn't believe Brett had your dog trained because he, like he said, lay down and scratch your neck, and there she was yeah. scratching her neck. Yeah, Brett amazing. the dog whisperer. So, the last two females <laughs> that have sat in that chair, or last female that sat in that chair, got pregnant. <sighs> Hannah, there's something yeah, you tell us. I'm gonna stick it with a dog for this, a long that's time. That's exactly what she said. Too. What, are you, what are you? Are you and Dylan engaged yet? No. No. Oh. Are y'all thinking about? Sounds it? Sounds like you need someone who's to give him a phone call. <laughs> Well, we at least we know half the I'll couple's ready. Him. I'll call him, but I don't think it's going to be in your favor. <laughs> Hannah, Hannah's wearing a Neil Young song uh, shirt today. Just play some Neil Young. That'll that'll get it done. That'll do it. Yeah. Okay. Do you Won't know you Neil think? Young? Um, I do not. <laughs> oh my gosh! Holy, this cow. is hypocritical. Jeez. I probably do. You know, what? there's While no we're chance. Talking, Jason I probably. Knows I promise you that you know some songs. Yeah, I probably. I do. promise I would too. Jason, do you know who Neil Young is? Nope. Heard the name. He has no idea. I heard the name. <laughs> I've heard the name. Jesus, <laughs> man. Yeah, you heard the name because it's on Hannah's f***ing t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Jason only listens to bro country. To That's bro usually, country? Isn't it? Yeah. That's yeah. It. He's a bro country guy. He is. What is bro country? That's what I'm That's, wondering. Is like, like new country? Uh, like the yeah. rap country stuff. It's that new whatever. country crap. Yeah. yeah. It's great music. Like Florida Georgia Line and Nelly. Yeah. Florida Georgia yeah. Line broke up, didn't they? They did? They got Their wives got mad at each other over Twitter during the, during the election. Really? Yeah, it was Is all over true? the internet, I think. Wow. If it's not all over the internet, it's still true. Mm. Oh. I got friends in the country music business. Oh, boy. Get all the rumors on here. Brett, I have a gift for you. Would you like it now? <sighs> yeah, I love gifts. Is it- I got a gift for TJ and Freddie. Is it a Red Bull by any chance? They yeah. both look like <laughs> today. Three hours more like They literally look terrible. <laughs> Uh, TJ looks like he got high last say, night. TJ looks way worse than Freddie. I woke up at nine. I, got way I woke more. up at nine oh six. I have way more <laughs> practice at not sleeping. And, and Freddie, well, Freddie looks like he. I don't know what he did while he's in California. How was California? Yeah. Wow. It's quick. I don't know. I wasn't there very long. Yeah, we weren't. It was unusual, man. <laughs> did you guys like, fly out Saturday? Saturday, I got yeah. I land. I got to the hotel at eight o'clock local time. You know, eight o'clock there. And in the morning? And, no, at night. Jason, did you open oh. the liquor? No. 
1911 bourbon whiskey I just got. And the, and the bottle's open. And the bottle's open. <laughs> Jason, did you open it? Jason took a sniff. He was looking oh, at Jameson. Yeah. But uh, I, we tried to get some, some dinner. Uh, that was difficult. A lot of restaurants are still closed down or, or out of business. Uh, it's just, uh, it's like you went back in time and it was back in March of 2020 in California. Really? Yeah. It was definitely different. What a weird run state that even, place um, is. Even in Petaluma, like, there was a, a lot of restaurants were open, but there were a lot of things closed down. But uh, it was weird being there for, I mean, I, I landed probably around 3 o'clock. Then with that lovely drive from Oakland area. Well, because you guys had to go all the way to California on Saturday and turn around on Sunday and come all the way back. I managed to pull some strings for you guys over the weekend. So we get more sleep. I'm scared. So you guys are going to be the new recipients of a brand new pit, pit boss grill. Ha! Huh. Oh. How awesome is that? Yeah. I knew it was worth it, Freddie. <laughs> <laughs> I talked to my buddy Carlos last night with Pit Boss, and he's like, man, I want to get these guys on the deal. What do we got to do? And I said, well, let's tell them on the podcast. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks. Sweet. I can't wait. Yeah. We were, off. So off we were just getting ready to start begging him, so now I'm glad to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I've seen so many people tweet me and say, man, I bought a Pit Boss because of I've yours. I've seen a few they people tweet up. about it. Last yeah. week, there was two or three people I retweeted that, you know, I yeah. bought a Pit Boss because of you guys. So Hey, uh, I love it. I'm glad you guys are going to get on the Pit Boss grill deal. Let's go. Was, now we're gonna have to have like some I, sort of like. Oh, well, I posted what a picture of my, of my impressive meat last week. I don't know if you saw. Yeah, that. you said something about everyone liking a good rack. I was like, oh my gosh. No, Freddy. I did not see. I the was picture. talking about ribs. What is wrong with you? I, did no, not see I the saw the picture of, of the ribs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, but this is already off. Sonoma. Yeah, well, what did you expect? We're working on four hours combined sleep over here. <laughs> you should probably be really happy about. Where'd you end up? Fourteenth. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> How'd you do that? <laughs> I have no idea. You must idea. have been on a Ross Chastain so, deal. So I know we, cars that didn't have any problems that finished worse. So we we ran pretty – like Bubba was doing a really good job. This was the first road course where I thought Bubba Is it before he did a really or good what? job. I mean. So then he speeds, <laughs> I mean. and it was a section where we were flipping lights, you know, like go from all green to three red, and whatever reason, our – so were you doing the Freddy curve or the other curve? <laughs> <laughs> that guy, Denny. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be on the Netflix show. I'm sure you yeah, guys can see that's it. That's an inside uh, joke. But. So um, we we speed on pit road. So now we got to go back to the back. We get lucky with a caution in the middle of a stage there, so it kind of flips things. So now we're going to flip back strategy. We're going to come out. Well, first know, of all, Sonoma. 10. When you have an issue, it's the track is so big that you can literally pit and handle your stuff and not get lapped still. Yeah. Did you so you you made a pit stop sped did the drive through and were you able to send a lead lap still then? Uh yes. Jeez, yeah. That's So then we're back, we're going to we cycle back, we short pit again. Now we're yeah. going to come out of the top 10 again. Everything's back to normal. We're back in good shape. And he comes off pit road with a flat left rear tire. Yeah. Like as soon as he left pit road. And I'm like how does that even happen? I, I'm assuming they must have knocked a valve stem out or something, or yeah. lug nut got in there. He so he literally comes out and he had talked all day about leaving pit like on cold tires. Leaving pit road was like ice. Was the I was gonna say was the first sip not enough? Brett's That's drunk. pretty good. Brett's over here pouring himself a um, hold on a glass second. of whiskey. Yeah, it's 1911 bourbon whiskey. My friend Marietta in upstate New York. Anyway, um, uh, uh, my home my home area. You want to taste it? No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> 
I just want to go back to sleep. <laughs> so, what the hell? Oh, so we leave pit road. He's like, things on ice. Every time I leave pit road, cold tires, whatever. Well, he comes out. It's really on ice now. all over the place. And he's like, did you guys put flat tires on this thing? And I go, actually, yeah, the left rear is flat. He's like, are you shitting me? <laughs> so now we have to creep all the way around the racetrack. That's when we lost our lap. Yeah. So then we just rode around the back of the race for the next, I don't know, 40, 50 laps. And we're 31st. Couldn't get a lap back. Like, as then we were obviously the best car. We were only car one down. Well, then they came around and lapped. When did you get the lap back? Ten to go. Yeah, but then oh we had, God. like, uh-oh. Hey. Sound like we just jumped a deer. <laughs> oh, I was barking at Dilner. I was looking for my shotgun. Hey, it's a camera. We it's had, like, camera. um... Two or three more cautions after that, so you were able to throw some stickers on and yeah. knife through some people. Yeah, we got back up in there and just he made a hell of a three wide move through the S's, drove around two guys like it was. It, it was can't it. even go two wide through the no, S's. It, it's um, it's sketchy. Yeah, it I was, don't. It so I, I liked the carousel a little bit more this time. They were running different line through it than what they did last year. They were swinging out a lot wider. Everybody that I talked to, like on the plane last night, like Martin was talking about it, and Bubba was talking about it, and then I seen. Briscoe in the airport when we stopped like they just said it was like ice and it was like they said it was super inconsistent like they'd go in there one time and the thing would hook the line and have good grip and yeah. the next time they'd go in and blow the whole corner he goes and I don't know what I was doing different but there was a handful of tire issues yesterday I don't, I don't know I think there might have been just some I don't know if there was some bad tires or something we we actually uh pitted that first time and had an tire issue and our tire just had to come apart like it was just shredding and I it, think it was almost had, universal were other people yeah. having the issue? Lots too? of guys. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it was a weird wear look too to him. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, it looked to me like the twenty four were like he'd be fast, and then all of a sudden, like light switch, he would go back. But the rest of the day, our tires look great. How does it? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. It was but a strange race. Did they like the carousel? Did you guys watch the F one race with the I, tire issues? Yeah, you don't want to blow a tire on an F one car. <laughs> you think there's away. tire issues everywhere? I, oh my uh, gosh! Running two million miles an hour. Dude. I I, I much prefer. The old layout of Sonoma for us because it was way easier for us to spot. It's we didn't twenty have seconds to, a lap. We quicker. didn't have to rely on anybody else. Yeah. Uh, How many spotters was, you have? I had three. Wait, me and two others. I just had one other one. Wow. Where'd you have your guy in, in eight on or the backside? Yeah, because we can't see that straight away into seven. Yeah, that was a, pa- a big time passing yeah, zone. That's where my guy was. Uh, that's my second guy, and then I had. So a guy you down. sacrifice when you do that. You sacrifice the start finish line area. For restarts and stuff, stacking up. I had a guy that did an exit of 11, restarts, and pit road. I'll tell you what was odd about Mid-Ohio. And if I were running second or fourth, you could use your advantage. The first guy that runs off the track creates like a puff of smoke. And then the next guy that runs off the track creates a wall of dirt where you can't see a single thing. It was like Coda all over again. I mean, I think that's why... Noah Gregson, Hannah, you may have saw it, knocked the, the front clip off his car. He probably couldn't um, see. On lap one, turn one. Yeah. You couldn't see, though. Yeah. They went up that hill, and I was like, ooh, well, I'm Well, Harrison I'm Burton did fourth. the same thing, like, 15 laps later. Same exact thing on a restart. Went off. Same spot Noah did. He's like, I just couldn't see. Like, I knew I was near the edge, and I couldn't see, and I dropped down off of those rumple strips and did you go off? ripped Fred, the oil Fred, pan Freddie out. Missed, Freddie missed huh. the best weekend ever to be Jeb Burton's spotter. Really? You know why? Why? His radio didn't work. <laughs> he could hear us, but he literally could not talk back to that, us at all. There when, was a lot of people that had when, those when issues When he keyed up, road. here's what it did. Uh, and you don't key it, it's like, hey, was that Jeff? So he like, couldn't. You sure, that oh my God. Just, you sure that wasn't just Ward in the car? 
We literally, <laughs> we didn't hear this guy for the entire race. We were like, click once if you're loose, twice if you're tight. The funniest one was this one, though. TJ, I like this one. The crew chief goes, Jeb, and I love Bruce. Jeb, click one time if you can hear me. Click two times if you can't. I'm like, uh, do what now? <laughs> oh my gosh! But when he clicked. But he clicked it, one time. I was, I was it's like, a if he clicked twice, I was like, <laughs> he clicked one time. I was like, all right. So we got him. He could talk to us all day. The so the funny. So then. So then sense. I got to fast forward. Jeb ran off the track. When he ran off the track. Surprising. Because he said he couldn't see, he knocked the fan off the brakes in the left front. Uh, so now, later, five laps later, the brakes fail. He goes shooting out through the kitty litter, gets stuck. And, and Bruce is like, I was like, Bruce, we're stuck. He, Bruce's response was 10-4. I was like, I mean, all right, so he's, can they tow us out? I said, I think so. Meanwhile, Jeb's over there, you know, reverse forward, yeah. reverse forward. He's trying to get out. So Jeb keys up, and he talks for two minutes. But what we hear is, when he unkeys, Bruce goes, 10-4. <laughs> <laughs> And I get up on channel two, and I said, Bruce, I know we're not supposed to be laughing right now, but the fact that you said Tim Four, we have no idea what he said was hysterical. He said, when the f*** is he going to realize we can't hear him today? <laughs> I can't believe, I, I, you know, I was flying during the Xfinity race. But when I land, I read on Twitter, you guys did that on purpose. I, don't I was going to say, I heard all, all over Twitter, I saw the same thing of Jeb wrecking to get the restart. Just- that's your, how that's how stupid throw your whole are. day away just so you can have that AJ literally it's anybody who tweeted that or thought that this is literally how stupid people are. We well, finished you did it on purpose. We finished great <laughs> stage <laughs> one. Finished great stage two. Probably we're going to run sixth yeah. at worst seventh, and we lost our brakes and we ended up in the kitty litter. And at that point, I thought we were going to have to go behind a wall because I thought we junked it. So why would you do it on purpose? <laughs> you, you, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Like what? Well, I don't know. Why would people AJ? Because AJ needed a caution to catch the leaders. Uh, Cindric was checked out. Yeah, so we were gonna we were gonna do that. Yeah, so for him. you there's some sort of code that you have for getting stuck in the twice. Click six times if no, you I knew can it. spin out. That's it. When he said click twice, that's key for Jed to put it in the sand. That's, that's how, it. This is literally I I went at it with a few people on Twitter. That's literally how stupid people that's are. First. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. All right, guys, let's hear a, little, hear a little bit more about our great presenting sponsor of OfferPad. Hi, we're OfferPad. The new way homes are sold. The one stop for every type of home seller. At OfferPad, you can sell instantly, letting you skip home showings altogether. Plus, you get to pick your closing day and we'll even throw in a free local move. Just go to OfferPad.com, tell us about your home, and we'll send you a great cash offer within 24 hours. Accept the offer and you're sold. Home selling doesn't get any easier. Or, if that's not your style, let OfferPad list your home so we can partner to maximize your investment. Listing with OfferPad comes with tons of free services, free handyman fixes, house cleaning, yard work, and more to get your home show ready. OfferPad can even advance renovation costs to help update countertops, carpets, and paint so you can maximize your home's value. And this is just the start of what's possible. Whatever way you want to sell, you're sold with OfferPad. Sell your way today at OfferPad.com. Terms and conditions apply. Real estate brokerage services provided by Alphapad Brokerage, LLC. Equal housing opportunity. Hey, what's up, everybody? We're headed to Texas Motor Speedway this weekend. And the last time we were there, Freddie, we almost 
bought a home with OfferPad after all those damn rain delays. <laughs> we just about had to waiting out that mist for three days. Luckily, OfferPad has a market in Dallas and Fort Worth, Texas, so if we waited any longer, we had tons of options. Whether you need to buy a home in the Dallas area like Brett and Freddie, or if you want to sell yours like me, just don't tell my wife. The only place to do it is OfferPad.com. Dallas is a great town. There's tons to do and see. If you're trying to make a move, let OfferPad help you explore Dallas and Fort Worth. Just like I did, go get a competitive cash offer on your home now and start looking at homes available in the Dallas area on OfferPad.com. Yeah, when asked where you heard about OfferPad, select the NASCAR option so they know we sent you. Time for Spot On, Spot Off. The first one here is AJ Allmendinger with Black Flagged for having a pit stop that was too fast in the Xfinity Series at Mid-Ohio. And I feel like we have to explain this first. That pit stops, yeah, pit stops were regulated in that they couldn't come, pit road would only be open for two laps. They had to come down pit road two times if they wanted fuel and tires. They could only get one or the other in each stop, and they had to be faster than, or under 50 seconds, right? They had to be at least over 50, 50 seconds. seconds. Yeah, but that was under caution. If you pit it under green, you had to. It was the fifty second deal. What a mess! So, it was confusing, and I was on pit road calling was, the race. I'm already confused right yeah. now. Yeah, and the it worst, was so confusing. The worst part was it was yellow line to yellow line, so it's not like fifty seconds in your box. So now you've only got. What well, I mean, you were there. You can tell me, but you've got one practice run down pit road. I'm sure. What they pit for a water bottle? <laughs> no, I mean fuel, <laughs> I mean, whatever. Like. That's quick. But I mean, uh, so I mean, ha- I'm surely the engineers have some kind of formula where they can do this math. But I mean, you're still relying on an unproven formula to figure out yellow line to yellow line speed. And if AJ runs this, you know, like it's just way too many factors in there for me. I mean, a rule's a rule. He guess he broke it. He deserved a penalty. But it's just with the lack of practice and 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 everything else, it seems like a a, a bit of a tough rule for you me. You can't lose positions though, right? No, you can. You can under green. This isn't like the ARCA rule. Oh, so you actually have to come down it's there. A, it's a live pit stop. He was pitting before the stage ended to flip the stage, essentially to come out fresh tires and get the lead. So you need to figure out what your running pit road speed would is and then add in what you think your pit stop's going to be and then stop and release them on that. Correct. Yeah, so, so, like so, you, so Ty oh, Gibbs is on the exact same I strategy. Like well, math involved. So if you, go, if you go too long, Ty Gibbs could beat you off, right? So it's a, yeah. it's a hard uh, thing. You run 55 seconds, he runs 52, you're, you're going to beat him off or whatever. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not awake enough for this. <laughs> so how many seconds was he early? Two. So 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 here's what. The, I hope he wasn't that fast. Here's what the here's what the NASCAR communications said. It said, "Post of 16 cannot beat anybody off his, on pit road. Pit stop was too fast, and I'm like, his pit stop was too fast. How's that possible? But what happens is these. These, these geniuses that run the Xfinity Series teams, and this is going to get ugly, but I'm going to say it anyway. They go to the bathroom, they, hang on. They go to NASCAR and they say, hey, we want to save money. We don't want to have to pay for these pit crews to come all the way to Mid-Ohio. Then we got to pay for them to get to Sonoma because they're coming here for us. So how do we, how do, we do this pit stop thing and it cost us less money? Well, this was the answer, right? So this to me, this is probably a committee thing in the Xfinity Series in collaboration with NASCAR where they come up with this 
crazy way to do pit stops. And it's a two-lap process, as Hannah mentioned, under yellow. Under green, it's a one-time process, but you can't be under 50 seconds, and you can't beat anybody off. So it's it's a weird thing. I don't like – I mean, and we're going to do this at Road America? I mean, I guess not now because Cup's there, right? Cup's there. But they did this last year at Road America, I think. And, I mean, you're going to extend a caution period, another lap at Road America? How long is that place? Like 18 that, miles? And, and that's what I'll say about Mid-Ohio. It's forever beautiful. long. Have you guys been to Mid-Ohio? No. It's no. beautiful. Beautiful racetrack. Um, awesome distance because of what you just said. When a caution comes out, the caution laps go pretty quickly. And as a spotter – like you're spotting and you can see about 60% of the track where I was at, you stay entertained. It's not like Watkins Glen where you spot 13 seconds and you lose them for a minute, right? So I I think it's an awesome racetrack. The problem with that area and as far as cup goes is I don't know where you would stay because Mansfield, Ohio is like Page on steroids. It's a hole. Like I found a little diner. Some uh, Holiday Inn in Mansfield. Oh, we stayed in Ashland. It was pretty nice. So I found a, a little diner. To eat breakfast and lunch, and I found a gun store, bought a bunch of ammo, and I found a little bar to have a beer and watch the Gamecocks play baseball. Like, there's just not a lot. There. I don't know how you, that they got the infrastructure to have a Cup Series come there. All right. Well, we'll just go on to the next one there. <laughs> the next one is Ty Gibbs calls Almondinger's three-wide move on a late restart dirty at Mid-Ohio. Freddie, you can start. I mean, spot off. I don't, maybe he forgot how he won his first. Xfinity race. I mean, I'm pretty sure he was three wide into turn one through the grass. Was that dirty? Um, this is one of my issues that I've had with Ty for the last year or so. He's he's a bit of a sore loser. Um, you know, and and we've talked about on here how impressive he's been, and he's impressive again. He's up there racing with Austin Sendrick and AJ Allmendinger at a road course for a win. I mean, that's super impressive. Um, but you know, you go back to now, you know, sounds like sour grapes. That's a dirty move. I didn't think it was a dirty move. AJ, the hole was there. AJ filled it. AJ had led both. I mean, when I left, AJ was dominating the race, like towards the end of the first stage. So I don't know if anything changed since then, after, you know, before the penalty, but you know, AJ's going for it. I'm sorry. That's what he's going to do. That's what he's always done. Um, but you know, like go back to the Daytona Arca race. Ty's complaining because these Venerini guys worked together to beat him. You know, like, I'm sorry we had team cars and you didn't, bud. You know, like, it's not our fault. He's That's crazy. I would never do that. You know, I would never let somebody else in line and let them win. It just sounds like sour grapes sometimes. And that's kind of the, the maturity level we talked about when he was on here. Like, show the emotion, but kind of but kind of trend in a different direction. I, I am spot on for him saying what he thinks. I think we need more guys like that. I think he's going to be a little bit of a loose cannon until either his grandpa or NASCAR – bust his chops right uh, but the reality is man you got to put your big boy panties on this is the xfinity series they're going to race their tails off they're not going to give it to you just because you're in a fast car or whatever you made the led the most laps you won two out of six races that you've been in aj amendinger had to start last because of a penalty at the end of stage two and he won the race in 20 laps later like that's what you're racing against ties guys that are animals you talk about we always talk about on here like you know you got a plan so I'm sure Ty's going in that restart. He's got a plan. And when's the plan change? When you soon get, as you go green. Well, when you get punched in the mouth. <laughs> and he got punched in the mouth by AJ Allmendinger here. You know, and that's what that threw his plan off. Yeah. If this ties in this spot, he's making the same move. Hundred yeah. percent. I mean, even at the end of the uh K and N race last year, David Gillen was leading it and at Phoenix. Were you doing that race? Yeah. In the last lap, last corner down there in, in uh three and four. 
Ty sails her off in there from about seven car lengths back, trying to hit him, and he almost got to him. And like I don't, AJ's paid to win that race, and he's doing what it took. And man, I don't. You know how many moves are made in the middle of the pack like that? Like that's like this is um one thing that I don't think that Ty is missing out on that he's been in such good equipment his entire his entire career that he's not seeing what some what it's like back there. And, you know, they're, they're, it's just hard, man. And guys make moves, and you take what you can get on resource because you might not get another shot at it. So I don't think uh, – I mean, AJ won the race. How can – and I've seen I've seen Ty, you know, try to bump people. Him and that Corey Haim kid run, over, run into each other almost every ARCA race there is. So – uh, I, I see Ty making the same move, and he'll learn over time, I think, as well. I but, think it's just, you know, he's just upset at the moment, you know. It is well, he didn't win. He, yeah. He's won, like, the last 18 races that he's been in. Well, speaking of that, like, how much pressure is this kid putting on Harrison Burton and Daniel Hemrick and Brandon Jones? I mean. Shoot. That, and that's what, what I get. The that, guys? I mean, that, that's, that's my thing about social media. They're like, oh, this guy's got a rich grandpa. Well, yeah. This guy's in the best car out there. Uh, there's three cars just like it right beside of him, and he's kicking their ass. Yeah, I think, uh, and he's not running any races. I mean, he's guy's doing well. He, he he's almost ahead of Riley Herbst in points. He's five points behind Riley Herbst in. Riley Herbst has run every race. Ty's Ty run, Gibbs has run seven. Yeah, it's thirteen versus seven. Yeah, I, I like Ty's aggressiveness, man. I think it's great. I, I have think, no issue with it. And but at the same time, like if you're going to be aggressive, you better expect to get it's it back. Gonna, yes, you got to be ready. And when it happens, this is where you just. When you Jeremy Mayfield moved Dale Earnhardt out of the way at Pocono to win that race, I don't remember win. what year that was. I'm going to guess yeah. 98, 99. I don't remember. Yeah, it might right have been 97, but it was around that era. Mm-hmm. Hey, live by the sword, die by the sword. Yeah, I mean, Ty Gibbs would have made would have made the same move to win that race. Yeah, 100%. Speaking of Dale Earnhardt, did you guys listen to the Dale Jr. Download with Ty Norris? What a great yeah. podcast. Did you listen? I haven't Shut up, Jason. I have it downloaded. Should be prom- I mean, what an idiot. It's... <laughs> Hey, awesome show. If you guys haven't listened yet, definitely go show, check it out. You can't say that, Jason. Uh, Ty, Ty okay. and Dale told a lot of stories about Dale Earnhardt that I was surprised to hear. Uh, Dale Jr. told a story about him at a junkyard that blew my mind. Yeah. And he told uh, – Ty told a story about his knee and Dale Earnhardt that blew my mind. And they also kind of went to where nobody goes. They talked about Teresa. So, huge – a big fan of the show anyway, but they did a hell of a job of that I think one. they did that with – with um, Carrie, right? I was going to say Carrie. Yeah, Carrie the Carrie episode too. was a good one, yeah. 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 Uh, Ross Chastain not penalized for taking a shortcut through turn 11 after getting into Corey LaJoy and triggering a wreck. TJ. He didn't get anything. Are you shitting me? I mean, where he didn't, where he, I looked at the replay and he would have came, he would have came out further back if he went the other way, but like the cars that he was racing, he ended up merging in behind. Of course he did because he cut a whole corner off. Well, only half of it. <laughs> he cut a half a mile of the racetrack off. <laughs> Look, I like, and he was running nine thousand miles an hour, and they were running sixty. If he if, is, let me ask you a question: If you shortcut a chicane at Roval, what happens? Well, do you stop or not? You stop. You have to stop. No, you, I said, did you stop or not? Like, that's you got to stop, though. I mean, did, did he stop when he shortcut the track? I didn't. Did he? I didn't look to see if he stopped or not. He definitely. He was backwards. This might have been about four fifty in the morning when I saw this. So I don't. I'm I just spot, saw him. I, I, I am actually spot on for what Ross did because as a race car driver, your mentality is go. Yeah. And Ross Chastain caused the wreck, 
Ross Chastain spun out, was facing backwards, and somehow or another he managed to at least maintain, if not improve, his position literally 300 yards later. Yeah, he was he was running, grabbing gears, flying through the infield. Dust flying This up. is the dumbest I have seen all year to be allowed. I don't even know how to say an equivalent. If NASCAR, and they will go back and look at this on Tuesday, and they'll have their debrief, and they're going to look at this, and they're going to say, boy, do we have a bad rule here. This guy was allowed to take the snap on the field as a football wide receiver. He was allowed to run off the field, run behind the other team's bench, run, weave through the cheerleaders, and then come back in the end zone and catch the touchdown. This was a major miss. Clint Boyer brought it up after the commercial break and basically said, is this going to be allowed? And NASCAR came back and said yes because the most recent scoring loop, Ross cleared it. That's where he was running. This this is insane that this happened, Freddie. Why does it go to the scoring loop? You have video you where can he – see. <laughs> you have video. Like, uh, these – He passed 10 cars after he ran. Do wrecked. you know where the scoring loops are over I'm there? Not, no. The scoring loop is the entry to pit road, the wall, you know, where the, the break in the wall is. And then the next one's a start finish line. How how big a gap is that? So you can pass somebody into eleven. So you can pass somebody into eleven. A caution comes out. You're going yeah, back behind. So that them. happened to us, and there it's got to be similar down there in seven ish because we passed um, the fourteen, and we're halfway through the S's and the caution. We pass them like into seven. And we're halfway through the S's and the caution comes out, and they're like uh, fourteen twenty. I'm like, uh, and we we've, we've talked about this TJ on the show. With all this SMT data, when they throw the caution, can't we freeze the field in real time? It should be locked right then. Like that. This was, scoring loop crap's got to go away. Yeah, I don't. Me and you would literally make fun of each other at Phoenix one year. We were racing each other, and we would go down yes. each other and go, hey, they got this wrong. You, oh, were, yeah. you were in front of me. When they, and it, sometimes I won, sometimes TJ won. And it was you actually felt bad for the other guy because he worked so hard to get around you. And like, then they put you back in front of him like, oh, now you got to do that all again. Ha ha. You know, sorry, but. This was just, I mean. You can't, you can't. We have rules in place at all these other racetracks that you cannot shortcut the racetrack without a penalty. The penalty is you either stop immediately well, you or you got to do a, a drive through. Well, he was backwards and then took off and cut the track. But I still stopped, right? Yeah, but he didn't know. He cut the track after he was stopped. Did he come to zero mile an hour? After, no, not TJ, after he TJ, cut the racetrack. TJ, this would be the, this would literally be the equivalent of there is a wreck in the trial of what Charlotte, okay, and everybody's slowing down to miss the wreck, but but you decide. Go down pit to road. Go down yeah. pit road. Let's grab gears. wide open and never slow down, and to come out in turn one, ten spots ahead of where you started. Well, yeah, if I'm doing it's fine. <laughs> it ain't. Like you said, hey, listen, yeah. there's no there's no fault on Ross here. Ross did exactly what he's supposed to do. All the I, I lay all the blame at who's ever making that decision in the tower. Yeah. Hey, this Door Bumper Clear podcast is brought to you by our friends at RacingUSA.com, America's online headquarters for NASCAR merchandise for more than 20 years. As Google's top-rated source for NASCAR merchandise, RacingUSA.com has a wide assortment of driver diecast, hats, apparel, helmets, and novelties for the sport's most popular drivers. For example, RacingUSA.com currently has more than 500 different collectible diecast cars available for 39 different drivers, including... This week's Sonoma winner, Kyle Larson's race-winning diecast. RacingUSA.com is truly unique. They automatically discount items in your cart so you get the best price. And they offer free upgrades for expedited shipping. Woo! They guarantee the lowest pre-order prices. They ship all in-stock orders the next business day. And as an added bonus, you can enter to win this month's $200 gift card. So whenever you want something new to show your support for your favorite driver, shop RacingUSA.com, America's online headquarters for NASCAR merchandise for more than 20 years.
All right. Next one here, uh, kind of similar. Ryan Priest spins, then re-enters the track in the middle of traffic and gets ran into by Cody Ware. Freddie. <laughs> Go ahead, do it. Priest got himself a, a Campbell sandwich. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I had to listen to him most of the way to the airport. <laughs> he come across the nose of the 21, which is spotted for by Doug Campbell. Uh, I don't know. I heard maybe some... Which makes it better because... Doug Campbell and Priest are like Our best buddies. Friends. Yeah, they're yeah. BFF. There's <laughs> bromance going on. You should see the group chat from my ride to oh, the airport. I bet. It was great. Uh, but so he comes across the nose of the 21. I don't know what happened there. That's a. It was the the S's were kind of a tricky situ- uh, spot where if you had a guy in turn eight, was he was doing it or where we were doing it were the primary spot. Well, Priest made a comment, I think, on the broadcast. He did say something about nobody was spotting or something. I don't know if he was <laughs> talking about his guys or the 51. What well, I don't know. Or Doug. So, anyway, or Doug. <laughs> so, whatever. He spins off the nose of the 21 spotted for by Doug Campbell. And then, obviously, he's pissed off. And he just throttles back up and pulls back back in the racetrack. And here comes the 51 spotted for by Joe Campbell, Doug's brother. And <laughs> you couldn't see. Like, spotters couldn't see. They're, like, when Priest went in there, it's just a big dust cloud, same as, like, you're talking about mid-Ohio. Uh, so, you, I didn't even know what happened back there. By the time it was over, but you see the fifty-one. I see the replay. Fifty-one comes back on and clips him, and just has. I mean, he he's tore up, but he decides I'm gonna. If he ended my day right here, I'm ending his day. And he just throttles up and doors like, hits him square in the door as hard as he could. Uh, but I thought it was pretty funny. Just a situation as close as the Campbell brothers and, and Ryan are that that was the three of them all in one wreck. I, I saw it. The I last it the last time I went to Doug's house, Ryan Priest was laying on a big old bean bag. Like like he was sleeping over, and Joey's on the couch, you know, and Doug's over there eye racing. Like that, this isn't good for the friendship, guys. <laughs> this so I I saw it happen, and I saw Priest out in the dirt, and he never like he everything was like a continuous motion. He got it rolling, and it was right where it like comes back the other way. So he kind of like cut the he cut one of the S's, and when he came back on, he was not like at a. He wasn't at like, okay, I'm coming in from the left, so I'm going to stay to the left. He came back on and was like, "Yeah, I'm coming straight out of the track, this? and I'm crossing the lanes. Oh, yeah, I saw it. I saw oh, it. Okay. And, uh, yeah, he clipped that other car, and <laughs> I mean, then Joe, the little Campbell guy, went down there, and, <laughs> and he was, like, so mad. <laughs> he gets real mad. It's fun. He did one of them, I know you're not, I know it's not you, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. Oh yeah, it's not. It's not me, but you're still fucking yelling at me. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good. Uh, poor, poor. Uh, the group chat lit up. We have a group chat. It's like me, Priest, Doug, Joey. It's all the Yankees. Tommy Baldwin, and <laughs> it's just Doug is just brutal. I mean, it's so he calls Priest on the way back to <laughs> to the airport, and he puts him on speakerphone. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, I wanted to give you a little bit of time to, you know." relax and calm down but what the <laughs> <laughs> there's no punches pulled in that relationship at all oh if you just watch a modified race with them going <laughs> oh all right super speedway aero package with 510 horsepower in use this weekend at texas for the all-star race brett Spot off, I want more horsepower. You know, Chris Rice was in here and said he likes this because he's a late model guy and he wants to see him going fast through the center corner. But, man, that's not me. Um, Freddie and I were doing some recon on next year's engine program. Sounds like they're looking for, like, 650 in this next-gen car if, if our resources are accurate. And I'm a lot bigger fan of that than I am this 500 number we keep hearing. Yeah, I mean, 
you're you're just never going to convince me that less horsepower is a good thing. I don't know. It's just not. I don't care what if how much we're packed up, how much we're racing each other. Uh, it just I don't know. But uh, I did see people were complaining. You know that they you know we're crazy on here. A couple weeks ago, we said we wanted one package. You know instead of the you know switching back and forth. And they're like, short tracks are way better now because of 750. Listen, I'll give up a little bit on short tracks to gain another 100 horsepower on these intermediate mile and a half, whatever. Uh, so, yeah, like we've heard that number thrown around a little bit, and listen, I'm all for it. What short track is better with less horsepower? No, they're saying more horsepower, but they're they're uh, saying we were talking about, you know, maybe finding a happy medium between the 750 and the 550, and they're like, well, we don't want to give up horsepower on the short track. I'll give up a little horsepower on the short track to make every other race better. Just give a big motor the entire time. Yeah, well, that's that's not what the... Uh, look, if we're not going to run the big motor, might as well give them one that, I mean, the first time we ran this package, it was exciting. But So we're going to go down there with no horsepower, and then we're going to throw cautions every 10 laps, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, Sounds I, like a perfect race for us. I mean, yeah, we're, we're just going to keep – I mean, there's like six stages, right? Yeah, you thought mid-Ohio pit stops were confusing. All-star format is way worse. My, my biggest thing is this is the all-star race, and now we're making the cars easier to drive. Like, I don't get it. And going to Texas. Well, I'm going to tell you who's the all-star right now. I think this guy's the best in the world, Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson. I don't think anybody is better Carl. than Kyle Larson right now <laughs> in the world. I'd put him up against anybody in the world, I, in anything. I was in He's a, going to the dream this weekend. I'm excited for that. He's living the dream. I was yeah. I was in a midget Monday Twitter space thing the other night, and somebody asked me, like, who the best driver is. And I'm like, how do you not say Kyle Larson? In the world, in anything. Yeah. I mean, the guy wins in every – he got he just – I mean, obviously, he's been a good sprint car racer, good midget racer forever. The middle of last season, he just decides he's going to be a dirt late model racer. Oh, I'm just going to go out and dominate the first race I get in. Okay, no problem. Uh, you know, like Hannah said, he's going to the Dream this week. That's probably the biggest dirt late model race in the country. It is, yeah. He's, and he's just, I mean, he's yeah. a probably instant favorite to win that race. Yeah. When is that race? Uh, Saturday? Yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So he's going to run the Dream and then go to the All-Star. Mm-hmm. That'd be exciting. Um, yeah, I don't. I mean, he's fast, man. It's, and he won, won, wins the six hundred, gets out Monday night, goes and wins a Board of Outlaw or also whatever that rate was. Yeah, it was an All Star race, wasn't it? No, I think it was Outlaw race. Oh. How many drivers are they letting into the All Star race that aren't All Stars this year? I think four again. Four. That's a lot. I think three stage winners and that's a lot vote. of honorable mentions. Yeah, normally back in the day it was like. I hate One. to say this because yeah. this is going to be bad and this is going to sound bad. Second time you said that. Hold on, hold on. Let me, say, let me say it for you. Brett's not trying to be a d- but <laughs> there is not a worse race to win in this sport than the open race. The 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 open. I called the open the Clint Boyer fifty for like seven years in a row because Brett won it every year. Like you're you're not an all star, right? And they make you go to this event and you have to run this race. And then if you win, you have to stick around for another eight hours. <laughs> Do you remember your birthday party? But you're party? not an all-star. Yeah, I remember my birthday party got canceled because we won the freaking all-star open. We, like, we had a – Brent had a birthday party planned because for the all-star weekend. And I was in the open, Roman Pemberton. There's a – like, whoever was going to Brett's party won every stage of the open. And Brett's like, well, I guess I'm just going to drink by myself. And I'm like, Boy, Casey uh, Kane is still the only guy to win the All Star race that wasn't an All Star guy to no, start with. No, right? I think Larson did. Larson did it. I think so. He when won, he won that million bucks, I think he won the million. He came out of he the come out of the open. I think. Okay, mm-hmm. well that makes sense. He wins everything else. <laughs> yeah, I saw him the next day after he won a million bucks. How about his old lady? 
freaking shotgun Shot- beers. I love it. Yeah, she shotgunned a beer while he drank the wine out of that glass in uh, Victory Lane this weekend. That was cool. Love it. All right, last one here. The Superstar Racing Experience, SRX, said it has the greatest group of drivers ever assembled in an email press release ahead of its first race this upcoming weekend at Stafford Saturday night. Here's the drivers in SRX uh, for this Saturday night. Greg Biffle, Paul Tracy, Tony Kanan, Ernie Francis Jr., Bill Elliott, Tony Stewart, Elio Castroneves, Bobby Labani, Michael Waltrip, Willie T. Ribs, Marco Andretti. And Doug Kobe. Yes. Yeah, he's a ringer. And he oh, would really? be in. Yeah, there's a couple people that are in it. I'm a huge fan of this series. I think it's going to be fun to see what happens with it. Um, Ryan McKinney's spearheading it. like that guy a lot. He, his kid plays baseball with my kid. But this is not the greatest group of drivers ever assembled because Kyle Larson's not in the race. And he's the greatest oh driver gosh. in the world right now. It's a very diverse group Do of drivers. It's a very diverse group of drivers. Let me tell you something. This is prob- – I went back and looked last night. That's why I was up till 6 in the morning. 211 211- – NASCAR National Series wins in this race. Over 80, 81 IndyCar wins. 12 champions in National Series. Four Daytona 500s. Five Indy 500s. This is a pretty impressive field. Honestly, I don't care I'm excited saying. for like the personalities that they have in this group between Tony and Willie T. Ribs and Paul Tracy. Like CBS is live. Like they're doing this as a live show, and I hope someone has a sensor button because it is going to be interesting. You imagine if like Paul Tracy turns Tony? Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. As far as like, that's too big. Egos they can start right bra- there. yeah, branding boxing I mean, gloves. Like, there is a group there that I think will put on a really good show and have a really good race. But there's also, I think there's going to be guys that are struggling to figure it out. I mean, I gotta be like, honest, I don't even know who Ernie Francis is. He's uh, a Trans Am driver. He's young. He's like in his twenties, but he's like a standout Trans Am guy. He's one of the best drivers in the world. That's what it says. Ever assembled. Ever assembled. Ever assembled. <laughs> yeah. And just, they've got other guys, right? I mean, Scott Speed's going to run. There's a bunch of guys that are running. Haley Deegan. Yeah, Deegan's running. That, Kobe's running. I didn't say Haley. <laughs> uh, Isn't Cody was, Dara running? Or who's running the? Bloomer. Bloomer's coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Him, Scott Speed, and. Uh, Here's what I'm concerned about since races. we're laying everything out on this show today. Here's what I'm, <laughs> so I'm concerned about. You're laying everything out. <laughs> Here's what I'm concerned about. If, if you're between 15 and 28 years old. Do you know who any of these people are? I, I, answer my answer me. So I no, mean, Jason, and when do this, you? Well, if you're a fan, if you're a fan of NASCAR as a kid, and that's what excites me about it, like all the personalities I love watching growing up when I was really young, that's what excites me about it. But most people who didn't watch NASCAR back then don't have any idea. So most of my friends have no idea who any of these people are, right? And so when this series launched, I reached out to SRX and I said. I want to be involved because I think we need to be putting out digital content so that someone like me who's scrolling Twitter goes, oh, I don't know who Willie T. Ribs is. I do. but let's, like, Let's tell the story. Let's tell the story. Click it. They can watch a minute 30 on why they should watch Willie T. Ribs because to a large demographic, they don't know who these drivers are. And then especially like, again, and I think it's a great all-star lineup that they have even in like the broadcast crew, but you've got Alan Bestwick who – if you followed NASCAR, you know who that is. Great, awesome. But if you're a newcomer or whatever, you don't know the like Alan Bestwick, Matt Yoakum, like they got the good old boys club still in the broadcast booth too. And I'm like, you guys need someone that can bridge that gap between my demographic and that. I, like, I, I don't I, like, I think people in their 40s that are huge race fans are, are, gonna ex- love are it. excited about Absolutely. what this is. Guess who that is? That's me. 
But I think that people 15, 25, 30 years old have no idea who these guys even are. Yeah. Because they hadn't raced him forever. Yeah, like like Mike Waltrip four day Tona five hundred wins or three whatever it is. I mean, two. the guys guys done a lot. Won four whatever plate races he's won. Right. Someone on Twitter told me I only know Paul Tracy because he calls the IndyCar series. Didn't even know that Paul Tracy used to race in the IndyCar series. Like no. nothing about him. They just happened to have watched an. IndyCar when was race. the last time Willie T. Ribs drove a race car? Uh, Bill Elliott, the nineties against the Sun, ten oh. years ago, like no, made a bunch of them. Bill, like Bill Elliott, he did ran Road the America, Xfinity race, yeah, Road yeah, America, like two years ago, and Mid Ohio, I think, and then ran a couple Trans Am races. Mm-hmm. GMS, yeah. I, I just, I just think there's a huge miss on bringing in a young crowd, but maybe that's why they're bringing in Haley Deegan. Yeah, maybe that's why they're bringing in Ernie the Trans Am guy, yeah. right? To 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 go after that demographic. I personally don't think that works, but. I, yeah. I, I'm still, no matter what, excited to see what these cars look like on the racetrack, drive like. And Stafford and will be cool. That's on. a good place I'm, to start I'm, the season I'm off. really excited to see Stafford get national attention like that because the it's roots deserve still, it, it pains me to say this because it's Megan's home track versus my home track, <laughs> but Stafford is probably the greatest short track in the country in my it's opinion. It's amazing how it's ran, that's the program, just, the and, racing. And that's why this series will work when IROC didn't because IROC ran at Michigan and all the big tracks. So dumb. And yeah. it was dumb. And this is a great move. I'm a big fan. I hope it works out for them. Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free awesome service to make the process simple and easy there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on spotify apple Podcasts, and many more platforms also you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership i like like money it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans and reaction theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's <laughs> A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. Time for... Reaction Theater. Love this. Call number one, Jason. Hey, y'all. Long time, first time. Wanted to chime in to let you know that my favorite part of the podcast is listening to grown-ass men about the losers who hurt their feelings on social media. Uh, you're you're such pansy. You didn't even leave your name. I... I was a little distracted. I, I was a little what, distracted. I don't know what the I hell was just waiting happened. for Janet to try and bark at Junior that just walked in the door. I was like, please don't. If you're going to bark at anyone, please don't Del, bark at Del him. Junior just gave TJ a package. And it, What's in the package, TJ? Package. It's all his data. It looks like a computer, but it's... It's, it's not it's, look like a computer to me. It's a computer. <laughs> it's, it's long and never mind. You see anyway, that picture go that to the he, next question. See that picture he posted last week sitting at that table racing on a laptop? That's, he had to borrow my laptop. To oh, yeah. On. When he was in the mountains racing? Yeah. Gotcha. So, all right. All right. We're going to go to call number two. <laughs> I didn't even listen. To Anon- if you said anonymous, I don't even listen to you. No more anonymous makes a show, Jason. Okay. If you're scared, go to church. I'd like to start with my What an Idiot Award for the week. Uh, Brandon Brown caught speeding on pit road with non competitive pit stops. Figure that one out. But hey, kudos, Brett Griffin. Looked like you were pulling old double duty there for college racing, uh, spotter and front tire carrier on the 11. Or at least I assume that was you after watching that guy tubby riding with that Goodyear. 
Hey, <laughs> great race this weekend, and Joey and TJ, you kick ass. <laughs> that is a good point about yeah. speeding on pit road when yeah. it's uh, <laughs> like. How many times when your driver pits do you say don't, don't speed. speed? It's like every single time. It is the worst penalty that you can give yourself. Yeah. The gain, especially when you're supposed to be slow. <laughs> the, gain, <laughs> the gain is so minimal to push it that far. Like yeah. it's so you're gaining what a car length at most. Yeah, tenths of a second. And the penalty for the pushing too far is so so severe that you it's like for us, man. Me and you, we get a speed penalty. It's hard to get back up there. Yeah. Like, I spent forty laps trying to get back up there. <laughs> Speaking of Brett going over the wall, I still think we should do the uh, DBC pit stop. Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> I think everyone wants to see that. <laughs> All right, call number three. Riley Hurts runs out of talent again. Cost the eight car top five spot. What a. <laughs> but for real, though, <laughs> that guy. TJ, you saw it. That did you see on. that uh, Herbst, uh, crew chief, and Andy Lally yeah, got Boswell. into it? Boswell and Lally it? got into it on pit road after the race. Because Lally was, Boswell went up to Lally and got mad at him for dumping Herbst, but Herbst dumped Paluto, and Lally just returned the favor well, for Paluto and sent Herbst through the, I didn't into see the gravel it, pit. But somebody told me that Riley run Andy off the racetrack, and that's oh, the yeah. worst guy to run off the racetrack because he's got nothing to lose. Dude. He was so smart about it, too. Like, if you watch the replay of how he did it, his Herbst was just in his door, in his door, in his door, in his door, and Andy goes, huh, watch this, tapped the brake, backed up a little bit, and Herbst just went right across his nose and spun himself out. And so it's like... Well played. Yeah. Lally's a smart guy. I like Andy. Finish fifth. Me too. Yeah, he was was super stoked. You know where that guy's from? He's a cool guy. Long Island. I like Andy. He's actually... uh, I never really got to know him in the cup side when he ran, but... With some sports car stuff, I got to know him a little bit. I like it's a good dude. All right, call number four. My boy, Kyle Larson, dominating at Sonoma. 19 to go. What do we have? Yellow flag. Quinn f***ing house. For f***'s sake. <laughs> I was trying to figure out here what QFH oh, I knew. stood for. As soon for. as I looked, I knew <laughs> what it was. This is the caution I think I had the most problem with because this is he rolled out of the – like he kept rolling up the excess road off the racetrack and got out of the way. And I don't like, is, is that the one? In? Yeah. He ro- yeah, like, six. He went he straight off. Of the yeah. He didn't, he didn't go in. And then he, he drove up the like carousel. almost a two. Yeah. Yeah. So if you do that, I mean, what's, he exited the racing service. And yeah. as soon as he did, they threw the caution. They didn't wait yeah, even I mean, a split second. That, that's, the most unnecessary one that I thought we had. The other ones, listen, the, I I honestly think that the listen it benefited my it made my entire race one and eleven. Yeah, yeah. That, that, I there was no reason thing. for a caution there. But I guess there Everybody was debris. Was getting rolling. Was I guess there was debris laying in the track. I didn't yeah. see debris. I didn't know. I yeah. honestly can't see that far. All right, looks like we got another song. Call number five. I got friends who spot the races. Old Brick Griffin's gap needs a set of braces. And old TJ wishes he could spot for old Jay. <laughs> I just bought a pair of those air Freddy's sitting on my feet. Damn, these boys are heavy DBC podcast. 
His best with donkey's head is up down her ass. <laughs> that's that, pretty good. That's that, pretty good. That one. Is this the same guy that's been singing the last couple of weeks? I think it's a different guy. Okay. That sounds different. Yeah, this, that guy that was one's, different. That one's that's up pretty there good. near the top. That's pretty good. Well played. That was, that was, that was good. My kids are getting braces, by the way. Y'all want to talk about Shoo. expensive. Man, you can spend $5,000 on a mouth in like no time. I bet. Yikes. Keely's going today to get something done. <laughs> something. It's like the thing they do right before they do the braces, the Brett, brackets, maybe. Mm. Brett's kids. I don't. I don't know. Every time I go over there, a different ones in a cast, or something else is going on. I don't know. You stay active over there. I'll give you that. Yeah, dude. Kids are wild. <laughs> when they leave the house, I'm gonna grab my bike. You don't know what they're coming back with. Scraped up knee, broken arm, broken foot, something. I go to a baseball game a couple weeks ago, and Bro- Bodie looked like he got dragged behind a car. I don't know what he did. He fell off a hoverboard face first. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, dude. Kid and. Man, they don't. It doesn't phase them. Man, they keep going until they break something else. Or send it. Bodie knows the rule. If you're gonna be dumb, you, you gotta be, be tough. tough. Yeah. All right. Call number six. Hey, Freddie. This is Jeff over at CustomShirtYourWay.com. Just calling to confirm the details on this shirt order design you put in with us yesterday. Looks like you got Denny is Daddy going on the back with a picture of a FedEx race car and you laying on the hood in a speedo. Um, unfortunately, we won't be able to use the FedEx logo due to trademark issues, but we sure can make something work if you'd like to. Um, so just give me a call back to confirm the details, and also we want to make sure that you do want the XXXXL. Uh, that is our biggest size, so just so you know. Um, oh, and tell TJ we got his Logano Makes Me Holler boxers shipped out to him this morning. They should be there anytime Tuesday. So just thank you, sir, and have a great day. That's pretty good. That's a good one. That's, uh, that's thought, well thought. That was good. Well thought out there. Did uh, Jason, let me ask you a question. Did Jonathan Davis call in? Not that I heard. Okay. I still like <laughs> He last asked week. me for the link, and I was terrified of what that meant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was I on the be. spotter stand beside of me this weekend in mid-Ohio, and he looked at me under one of the cautions. He said, I'm calling in a reaction theater this week. <laughs> so I think he probably did. I just don't think he was must have Was there one that a, was way <laughs> He must not have had them. a good enough message to make I wonder what show. happened to make him call in. Like, I have a feeling his message, if he was going to call in, I have a feeling his message was probably too good to get on the show. Solid chance. <laughs> Yikes. All right, if you guys want to leave an audio message, you can do so 24-7. Just head on over to anchor.fm backslash clear. Click that message icon, and we will play the best ones each week here on the show. I'm glad you let somebody else read the outro this week. <laughs> TJ, nobody, nobody TJ did that. it last week. Oh. That's because I didn't want that. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Offer pad question of the week. Moving on to offer pad question of the week. That's a snazzy little offer pad Yeti you got there, too. I keep looking at it. Oh, yeah, I should have got mine it's for out. For sale. Yeah. $10,000. All right, so. I'll get right on that. <laughs> I literally woke up at 9.06, and I was like, I got to go. I got to shower and go. <laughs> so You got here fast. Yikes. Dude. And then my wife comes and is like, hey, my computer screen just went blank. What do I do? And I went in and looked at it, and she's got one of them docks for the laptop on and all her work stuff. And I'm like... Oh, man, I don't know. This is bad. This is going to take a little while. I'll tell you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Take a day off. Because you get a vacation day, just use it right now. All right. Here's an offer pad question of the week. What was your favorite part of the home that you grew up in? Brett, you can start. Man. <laughs> Old Pageland. 
There's a lot of favorite parts. I mean, living beside a cemetery was fun. Oh, uh, that's yeah, well, not that's, yeah, it's strange. That's favorite part, of, <laughs> the favorite part of my home though was actually we had a, a covered porch, and my sister, who's in a wheelchair, um, it had a huge ramp that mm. came up this covered porch. Right, so I jumped when my mom wasn't home. Did you ride my, down my it? dirt bike off the covered oh. porch, my bicycle off the porch, skateboard down the ramp. So, so probably the covered porch. Was hands. And I look, it was a really small two bedroom, one bath house. Um, is this where your mom lives now? Yeah. I said, you wonder why Bodie's always in a it's cast. where my mom lives now, but now it's a sunroom. So she oh, closed okay. it in, and that's where she sits oh, all nice. the time. Um, but I mean, there were four or five of us in a, in a tiny house. And so I didn't want to be inside with all that going on. I'd stay outside. Uh, I have no idea. I moved all the time. I probably lived in 35 houses when I was a kid. So I was, I was all over the place. I don't really have any fond memories of any of them, to be honest with you. I wasn't really inside a lot as a kid, so yeah. I mean, I was off on my bike all the time. But if I was home, I did a lot of. I'd probably stay in my room because I did a lot of dumb stuff in that room. Like <laughs> we, so we, one house I can remember. We lived in Kings Park, uh, Long Island, and uh, <laughs> this had this big ass hill right next to my house, like steep. And my brother and my cousin Tom Ferrara. He runs a race car at Riverhead now for my dad. Uh, <laughs> they had this great idea. They were going to stick me in one of them little Tykes cars, you know, the yellow one yep, with the red yep. roof or whatever. The and ones we see clips on on, on, yeah, yeah, on yeah. Twitter where so people crash. They're, they're yeah. like, we're going to push you down the hill. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that'd be cool. And the hill like kind of curves a little bit. Yeah. So I, I don't know. This is my sister's little Tykes car. I've never sat in this thing. I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, push me down there. I'll fly. Well, I get in there, this thing. I wedge myself in there. I'm like, I don't know, 12, 13 years old probably. I get in this thing, and my cousin shoots me down the hill, and John's laughing his ass off. And my cousin's like, "What's so funny?" He's like, "That thing don't turn, you know." He's like, "And I get in there, <laughs> and the wheel is just just spins, you know. Spin it's it. not connected to nothing." I'm uh, like, uh, "Oh, yeah. so here I go. I'm probably running fifty miles an hour in a little tight car down this hill, and it's just cars lined up parked on the side of the road. And I'm just I'm leaning out the side of the thing, <laughs> trying to just get it to miss the cars. And I miss a car." Hit the curb, fly out, hit a tree. I'm dead. I, my cousin, they're ch- they're trying to chase me down the hill because he didn't know it didn't turn either. John was the only one that knew it turned, and he was trying to kill me. Apparently, John uh, didn't care. Yeah, he, he just was wanted like, to see what happened. Yeah, he just he, he was all about a good they're story. Like, they're like, I've never seen a plastic car shoot sparks off before, but that's what happened. It was bottomed out, man. <laughs> yeah. Probably my favorite time, like being in the house as a kid, is when when did Nintendo come out? Like 84? 84, 85. Yeah. So it came out, and it was like, no, nah, I was like. I'm gonna say it was earlier like, than that. It's no. like '89. I'm. That's it, later than it, that. You, it, it's '89. I was, was in the high one school. He likes math over here earlier. We said '89. I was in freaking high school. No, I, say, I will say it's it's probably '87 or eight. Jason's no, googling it right 85. now. He'll tell us. There's no way it was '89. I was in high school. I'm gonna say '87. So, so I was a kid. And Nintendo comes out, and it was, like, it was like 200 bucks, you know, at the yeah, time. And I was, was like, that was a lot then, too. I was like, man, $200. I got to have a Nintendo, Mom. She's like, yeah, right. You're not getting a Nintendo. So I'm like, well, I got to figure out a way to get a Nintendo. So I entered a talent contest in Clemson, <laughs> and it paid $200 to at win. where? Clemson. So huh. I, I go to talent Clemson contest. University. It was at Tillman Hall. So I go in there, and I win this talent contest, and I literally leave straight from there. And go buy a freaking Nintendo. What was your talent? I want to yeah. know what your talent was. I don't. It's it probably clogging. It was clogging. Damn, it was way earlier than I thought. Uh, Eighty three. I th- I think eighty four is when I won a talent contest. So. Oh my goodness. Wow. And hey, Super Mario Brothers. Me and my buddy Matt Smith for days oh, just yeah. sit there and play till you beat the game. I just got a like Megan for Christmas a couple years ago bought me like a little 
Nintendo deal that's got yeah. like 30 original Nintendo games on it. I mean, before that, we had an Atari with one button playing Pitfall. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, you uh, just... Brick Breaker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just the Nintendo was like Sight Bike. Yeah. That, uh, oh, it was awesome. Rad Racer. Um, By 89, freaking PlayStation. Yeah. All I, that route. I think I got my Nintendo in 87. <laughs> I think that's pushing it a little bit. <laughs> I got mine in like 87 ish, I think. But um, in my house, the dumbest thing I probably did was we used to let bottle rockets off my bedroom. Oh my in your gosh. bedroom? Yeah, that's, that's probably a good solid. idea. It was, it was really exciting. It was um, it was intense for a few seconds. You, <laughs> <laughs> I bet it was intense for more than a few seconds. So I'd light it off. Your curtains are on fire. <laughs> you just light it. I'd jump in my sleeping bag and just cover up because you didn't know where it was going to end up. Man, <laughs> thing would bounce off the what ceiling. What an idiot! Lock, lock, put yourself in a room and light a bottle rocket and see how like. Are we? We used to go to. Uh, <laughs> you know, you're just like, oh shit. My dad used to light bottle rockets underneath the bathroom. He owns a car dealership, and one of all of like they'd all go and use the bathroom, and it had that br- yeah. break under the door, and they'd have the door locked. And my dad and all of his buddies would go and throw like the yep. firecrackers up underneath the door and light them, and so that person's going to the bathroom. And firecrackers, oh. fire- bottle rockets are going off. Speaking of Boswell, <laughs> we were at the Western Town one time way back in the day out out on the property here. And <laughs> this idiot, <laughs> this might be my wooden idiot now that I'm thinking about this. He's walking around with a string of firecrackers hanging out of his back pocket with the fuse side up. What do you think happens? He got lit. You know who lit it? The guy that dropped his laptop off. <laughs> Bos- <laughs> Boswell <laughs> running down the street in, the west- in front of the western town, like smacking his ass because it was going. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Bill Jr. literally lit his ass on fire. He literally lit a string of firecrackers <laughs> in Boswell's pocket. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. Oh, you guys can go get a cash offer on your home today with our presenting a sponsor of OfferPad. Just go to OfferPad.com. Don't play with fire. <laughs> yeah. No, don't do that either. <laughs> All right, well, it is time once again for um, the favorite Xfinity X-Fi more than fast moment. Whether you're on or off the track, speed isn't the only thing that you need. So what were your guys' favorite more than fast moments this week? TJ. My more than fast moment's going to go to the 22 Cup car for hanging on with old tires up there. And... Uh... Which I didn't think we could do. I don't know if you were watching. I didn't I think was we watching. could. I didn't think. I thought you were sitting ducks. I thought we were sitting ducks too, and um, I was actually pretty surprised that, that we were able to. Even after uh, I thought we had a good, we had a good gap one time, and I'm like, okay, we might only get passed by one or two more, and then them cautions kept coming. I was like, oh man, we're gonna get eight up here because Reddick, Reddick was in the same strategy as us. So was Alfredo, and they both got like chewed up and put in the back i think they both ended up near the back well yeah Alfredo got wrecked. Wrecked. yeah but reddick was just struggled so bad and they were they were knocking him all around then i think he finally pitted for tires but yeah that's i thought that was pretty impressive not to be biased but. I, I, my more the fast moment should be aj amendinger for winning the race after the penalty i mean coming from literally dead last to first in 20 laps but it's got to be ross chastain i've it's never dirty, seen anybody go that fast move. I've never seen anybody go that fast under caution and pass cars and get to live with it. So hats off to him. That's a more than fast moment for sure. That's definitely more than fast. Uh, yeah. My more than fast moment is Josh Berry. Again, uh, this guy's super sub out of nowhere. 
couldn't get a ride before this year. Now everybody wants to stick him in his car. And uh, another, we talked about how Jordan Anderson's been playing the playing the right cards here to get himself in a good position, and he does it again with Josh Berry this week. Get another top ten career best for Josh. So. Uh, that's my more than fast moment this week. Yeah, I got to say my heart broke for just on uh, that topic as uh, Brett Moffitt because he was running like third when that final caution came out in that R Motorsports car and they ran out of gas. Yeah, two laps short. Ugh. That's a lot. Ouch. Well, I mean, but would he have been running third if they took the time to put the gas in it? Yeah. So I I'm guess just the, asking. I'm no, they would have. They would have been fine. I guess that last time that they came down pit road, they figured out that their gas can or whatever it didn't, uh, it wasn't releasing. So they came down and they actually like had the pit pit timing right, but they just didn't get enough gas in. They had to borrow someone else's gas can or something. Hmm. We like it fast here on Door Bumper Clear, but what we really like is being more than fast. Thankfully, there's always tons of action for our Xfinity X5 more than fast moments. You know what else is more than fast? Xfinity X5. With the speed for all your devices, you also get the reliability and security that keeps your crew connected and protected. On the track, being more than fast means you got the teamwork to make the dream work and the strategy to win. With Xfinity X5, you can do more of what you love with faster internet and a powerful and secure connection. Follow at Xfinity Racing on Twitter for even more Xfinity X5 more than fast moments. And don't forget to vote for your favorite. Thank you to Xfinity, a proud premier partner of NASCAR. Time for Fastlane, the weekly segment where we expose the intelligence level of our panel of spotters by competing in a speed trivia contest. I'll be lucky to get one this Yikes. week. Yeah. Brett's up first, so you're last, TJ. You got a good shot here. Uh, first one, where did Jeb Burton finish stage one on Saturday? Oh, I have no idea. Fourth. Um, how many cautions did the Xfinity Series race at Mid-Ohio have? Eleven. What is TJ's favorite word? I don't even know. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> favorite word yeah. has got to be iRacing. What long-distance race was named for a city in ancient Greece? Yeah, that one. Yep. How many continents are on Earth? Four to France. Fifty-two. Uh, I don't know. Brett could do so well if he put some effort in. He got one right. <laughs> Mid Ohio had seven cautions. TJ's favorite word is moist. <laughs> oh, yeah. moist! I forgot. That is a good word. And you know what that word is? I hear what that is. Moist. If I had put my thoughts back to it in the season one of Door Bumper Clear, yes, I would have gotten. That I know. Right. I, I actually forgot until you. Because she, he, TJ said. used to wear Kristen out about that word. She. Well, hated every time it. it would rain, be like, "Man, the track's moist." <laughs> this track. I mean, Coda was moist. <laughs> this could be. Uh, the marathon was named after a city in ancient Greece, and there are seven continents on Earth, not fifty-two. Oh man! All right, Freddie. Oh, close. Great. Yeah. You said 52 continents. <laughs> I was trying to give you a layup there and you f***ed it up. He did f*** it up. He, he's being a f- I don't know if you guys have picked up on this over the last two months or not, but I don't think he's putting in max effort. <laughs> These questions are too shocker. hard. <laughs> the questions are too hard. Yeah. All right, Freddie, oh. you're up. What track did Bubba Wallace earn his best cup career road course finish at? What's a career here? I would uh, say Sonoma. Uh, yeah, that was hard. Who finished last <laughs> on Sunday? Come on, man. Who went about oh, uh, uh, yeah. Stenhouse. Yep. What's Brett's favorite word? <laughs> Holla. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. 
<laughs> what country lies partly in Europe and partly in Asia? No idea. Russia? I was going to say Russia. Is that right? What's the most points ever scored by one team in an MLB game? Ooh. Uh, 26. All right, you got two rights. Brett did say his favorite word. Turkey lies partly in Europe and Asia, and 30 points most scored in an MLB game by the Rangers so in 2007. Turkey, European, like a, or Asia? Like an Asian country. There was a 20-something score last week. Question. It was the Pirates and somebody else. Yeah. Turkey's a continent. You didn't know that? <laughs> One of the 52. Thank you. <laughs> Turkey's yeah. a sandwich, isn't it? Good thing you don't teach anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's an Asian-European sandwich. Who knew? <laughs> yeah. Eurasian. Uh, TJ. Speaking of sandwich, yesterday I heard Doug, you're in the middle. You're the meat. You're the meat. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not sure if he had the button keyed, but I, <laughs> I hope not. Uh, All right, DJ. You're a He's a hack. <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's his favorite. He, Coleman, Coleman turned at him at some point. He's like, are you ever going to shut up today? Or something? He was hollering at everybody every lap. <laughs> All right, TJ, where did Joey Logano finish stage two on Sunday? Sixth? I don't Didn't know. you win stage two? No. Oh, oh second. Oh, too late. late. How third. Many laps second, did third, something. How many laps did MTJ lead on Sunday? Zero. What's Freddie's favorite word? Axe. It's probably the same as Brett's. I got to axe somebody. <laughs> I, I'm glad everyone else hears that, too. What star is the closest to Earth? Star? Yeah. Oh, man. Do you know any star but one? The North? How many stripes are on the American flag? How many stars are there? I didn't even... I mean, are we talking planets or stars here? I don't even know. Um, how many... Stripes are on the American flag? Thir- uh, 26? Uh, 13. 13. Oh, Come on, man. Uh, I had it backwards. If you had it right, you would have tied Freddy, but Freddy wins. Logano right. finished P2 <laughs> in stage two. So you would have gave me that one before, so you should just give me that one. Freddy's word, favorite word is the same as Brett's, just with I-N at the end. <laughs> and no, the sun is closest to Earth. That's a, oh, consider that's a star. star. 13 okay. stripes on the American flag. Congratulations, See, Freddy. Which star? You're on top of it. The sun. The sun. the sun. the sun. I didn't know that I was, didn't really know that was star. a star. Man. It's a big star. Oh, wow. Consider Old elementary star. education here, folks. Oh. On that note, time for What an Idiot. This week's What an Idiot award goes to, and then I like how it says Brett, TJ, and Freddie, but I know that's yeah. not. <laughs> that's my vote every week. Hey. Uh, Brett. You get to what an idiot. You want to go first? Yeah, you go first. Yeah, I was gonna say even though you seem excited. My what idiot? I thought this guy hit a home run, and my what idiot is for whatever crew member put equipment over the wall too soon on the two car, because this guy was gonna he hit the lottery and was gonna come out of the race with the lead, and I'm like, damn, we're I wasn't sure if you were gonna pit or not, but I knew he wasn't. If you know, no, we weren't, we were, yeah, but I'm just saying, I wasn't sure if you were. And I was like, oh, I said, we were trying to wave around because we were still left down. I love to call him like, you are the luckiest. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, they're rolling around. And I'm like, we're screwed. We definitely can't wave because the two's in front of us. He's going to stay out. Did and you it, see what the penalty was, though? No, I didn't see it. So we saw this, this kind of, we saw, we look at like Daytona road course pit stops and we see that tire get away, roll halfway through another box, and nothing's called with that one. But they said he put the left front tire over the wall too soon. Like, when have you ever... We got a penalty last week. 
that I never even heard of. And it was uh, – I've never heard of somebody putting a left front was, over the wall too soon. I forget what they called it, like equipment interference or something like I that. Heard, yeah, I heard that. And it was because our tire rolled into the pit box in front of us, and the gas man stopped it with his leg. Like or or somebody grabbed it and it almost touched the gas man, so we got a penalty because it almost hit the gas man. I mean, what wouldn't you just rather have that be an uncontrolled been, tire or been something? Three, it's been called three times in the history of the sport. Yeah. <laughs> so, have you ever seen somebody get trouble for putting the left front over the wall too soon? Like, no. I thought they have them parked over the wall. Like, I I thought that the guy stands there I with mean, the tire over the wall waiting. I don't know. Maybe he was an idiot, but I was just... Well, they didn't probably want him to mess up the race because he was going to be probably yeah. with new tires. It was uh, it was unfortunate for Brad. Yeah, because he was getting ready to he was getting ready to run top four. Yeah, I was going to say, he wasn't going to win because nobody was touching either one of them, two Hendrick cars. No. But. Fourth, fourth race in a row with a 1-2 finish. First time since the 50s that's happened. It didn't matter what strategy they did. Like no. they would just no. That's like, what TV you, kept saying. TV's like nobody's ever won the first two stages and going on to win the race. And it's like, well, that's going to change did, today, did, bud. He knifed through the pack so fast, it was unreal. Like we restarted, we got we were in the wrong lane first of all. When we singled out, holy cow, just gone. There was tire fall off, right? So then you the well for most of us, yeah. So <laughs> the you know. Guys were on different strategies. There's like half the field that was on a different strategy. They would be pitting like 10 laps before yeah. everybody else. So the 18 was the first guy to come off pit road, and he was hauling ass. And you're, I wasn't looking at the lap times with those two, but you would assume he's making up ground because the five's tires have fallen off and his tires are fresh. And everybody else like cycled out seconds behind the 18. And the five, I looked up, and he was passing the 18 like two laps after his pit stop. I was like, I guess it doesn't matter what your strategy is when your car's a I, missile. I, and, and I think because of this conversation, my what an idiot goes to whoever – at Stuart Haas Racing, didn't put this guy in a 14 car. Because, let's be realistic, there were two companies with chances at Kyle Larson, and both companies don't really have a sponsor, right? There's no real sponsor on that five. Obviously, Hendrick has a lot of money. He's using his company. That 14 car doesn't have a lot of sponsorship either. Those two scenarios are identical. It's two billionaires up for bid. Gene Haas, Rick Hendrick, to get this guy. Did you see points, though, right now? Like, the, the three Haas cars that are not Kevin Harvick – are like 26th, 27th, and 28th in regular season points. That's right all the now. more reason they needed Kyle Larson. Yeah. yeah. Kevin I, Kevin Harvick right now seems to be on an island. Yeah. You, know, you look back a couple years ago, Kurt Busch is there. All four teams won a race, right? Clint Boyer's there. All four teams won a race. Now, I don't think they got a lot of depth, Who? And, and it's obvious. I, I think at all costs, if you had that to do over again, you would get Kyle Larson no matter what. I think anyone would get and Kyle If Larson you can afford been. an F1 team – you can afford to get Kyle Larson. <laughs> Let me ask you this, and I've seen somebody else had tweeted at me about that or something. Uh, does Kyle Larson have a win right now if he's in the 14 car? Yes. I disagree. I, yeah, I disagree too. I say yes. Yeah, I don't think so either. That, the I four, say yes. He's the on four a freaking struggled. mission. You don't win like He, he could have won every race year. except has the Daytona 500. Has the four gotten anywhere near a win? He was relevant. Is, he was relevant. So I'm not. He's not. Man, I think he's ninth in points. He's not typical Kevin. But I'm just saying he's not even. Have, I, I mean, can't remember all him the contending Hendrick cars for are a that win. good this year. And I think Kyle Larson wins in something. I, I think Kyle Larson wins if you put him back in a 42 car. It's possible. I think he's an animal right now. It's, it's all hypothetical, obviously. It is, but I think he wins in a 42 car. I think. That's now, does he stretch, win three man. races? No, he wins a race. When you have like. And without knocking the radiator out and that, when we're getting caught up in an accident, Byron is going to finish probably th- top five too. So it, these he was really know, fast. I wish he would have. 
so you got these guys like they're not like we got a lot of really good guys but when you got an organization running their their equipment is you have to you have to wonder right i, I assume hendrick bought horsepower from rcr or whatever they got right i assume they paid money for well, that it shows up at the mile and a half for I, sure they're they're eight, like, eight and three but, but you gotta wonder if 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 Richard almost wishes, and maybe he did. I don't know. But you almost wonder if he was like, "Hey, we'll give you this. We'll give you this horsepower. You give us the engineering side of your business, and let's do a complete." Well, there might have been trade. some of that too. I heard some rumors this week. You know, both RCR cars are in the playoffs as of right now, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, I think so. I think yeah. Reddick's in. I think Reddick's. No, he's, I don't. He's right on the cut line. Maybe Reddick and Dylan. Reddick and Dylan are like side by side in yeah. the points, and they're close. On, but I mean, I think he's in right now. But I talking to some people. This week, after the Coke 600, the rumor going around is 16 horsepower difference between what the Chevys have versus what everybody else has. Which is a lot. That's 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 when you're running tenths 500 of seconds. When you're running low horsepower, the, the that, that allows you to build your cars with downforce. You know, you can like we talked about in years past, whether you got to trim your car out for speed or put down build downforce into it for, for downforce. You can build it for downforce because you've already got the speed. So that's a lot. That's a lot. 16 it shows. Horsepower. Wow. It shows, hey, man. Hey, you guys that are listening on the show, two to three horsepower is a lot. If Doug Yates finds two to three horsepower today at Roush Yates Engines, he's going to be the happiest oh, guy dude. in America. Oh. So, so oh. to go out and get 16 overnight is unreal. Reddick and Dylan are both in playoffs right now, the last two spots. Yeah. Plus 60 close. over DeBendetto. But listen, we haven't seen cars be this strong as an organization mm-hmm. in a while. So probably Roush. Like you go back to when Roush was really, really good for so long as I an mean, organization. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I, I don't know where you've seen all four cars, and I and I'm nothing against, but I think it's easier in this package. I do. I think when you just hold it wide open back then, back then, man, you were big horsepower, yeah. big motors, you know, and you had to drive. The things were sideways all the time. So you and those guys, like the guys they had, the drivers were all they had. Who they had Biffle. Matt, Mark Martin, yeah, dude, Carl Edwards, real like drivers, like real like not that they're not now, but like those really really solid drivers and man, it's they they you could take anybody's going to look like AJ could get one of these cars and look like he's I, I mean I feel like AJ could run top five in these cars like no matter these guys are all really talented race car drivers but when you got your four guys basically up front every single week. They've just they've they've done their homework. They've done they've figured something out and they're benefiting. So weird time for the all star race, isn't it? Like don't you feel like this is a weird time? I feel time? like it's already passed. I mean me too. It's it's a weird it's a weird feeling. I did hear something that's gonna you know, I heard um you might not like it, Freddie, but Rick Ware actually put their Texas cars I heard this, they put their Texas cars on the hauler. And it's for Sonoma. And they're not coming back. Yeah. Uh, so because we didn't practice in Sonoma, so you only needed one car. So they put their all star car on there and they're just letting at, them go. At least that. I mean, I talked to some guys this week. Crazy drove out to California for. Uh, Who's he sure. spot for this year? He's spotting for Anthony. Alfredo. Um, Who was having a solid run? Uh, he was. He. I mean, he, he did the same thing. He stayed out on that day. He but he was making it work. Top 10. I didn't agree with his. Uh, he tweeted something. That oh I yeah, didn't agree out with. here making a statement. I hope uh, everyone saw or realized or whatever. Something about I saw him that making too. a statement. He's I don't made know. a lot of statements in the last I year. I've seen <laughs> that wasn't the first one. But talk about. I mean, crazy said forty hours. Two drivers, forty hours out there. So and then I seen crops who drove. He's 
backup driver for the 43. And he, the aerodynamics specialist. He is an aerodynamics specialist. Go-kart driving extraordinaire. Uh, I love he said crops, 45 hours for them, you know. So you're talking 80 to 90 hours. So Alfredo's team travel. beat the Petty no, team. No, no. I I think Crazy drives for RCR oh. or helps RCR. But so He's five hours faster than the Petty team. Yeah, hauling ass. I told you them Chevys are good. That's um, 16 horsepower probably. But uh, <laughs> it like that's 90 hours of traveling for 90 laps. Oof, that hurts. Oh. Especially when Atlanta's three hours away, Charlotte's 30 minutes away for everybody. Bristol was, what, TJ, three hours last year when we went up there and ran yeah. the All-Star race there. Man. Depends on if you wear the brakes out through the mountain or Eddie, not. Eddie Gossage's last race at Texas Motor Speedway. He said, fans, stick around. Stay in your seats after the race. There's going to be something special to see. I don't know if I don't know what that means. That's yeah, good. y'all let me know because I, I will traffic. not be there. Is there going to be like a blimp <laughs> drop of money or something? I might stay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going down Thursday. We got a huge event for Nutrinac Solutions Friday night and Saturday at the racetrack with uh, some of our customers there. So, uh, look, looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to the Xfinity race. I think they'll put on a. It's my first event. It's my new job title. Just uh, tell Bruce whatever he did to Jeb's radio to do it again this week. <laughs> It'll be your favorite Xfinity race of the year. <laughs> oh, I've been tired of him saying he can't hear me all year. So that'd be great if I couldn't hear him. <laughs> <laughs> when you check your radio, Kim go. Err. <laughs> As soon as he says anything, no matter if I can hear him or not, I'll be like, what is that noise? I don't, is that Jeb? Yeah. He'll Just be freaking out. check your ears. Like, Bruce, if you can hear me, click once. <laughs> All right. On on brand here with the All-Star Race. Uh, Did you guys TJ think pick his idiot? I don't idiot? think TJ picked an idiot. I don't know. You, you guys got off on a tangent. Um, my idiot's going to go to anyone who tweets me that says Kyle Larson <laughs> <laughs> needs to figure the package out because – those cars, anybody, Brett, Freddie could figure this package out. Freddie could have fit the seat, gosh. TJ. <laughs> okay, well. I always figure my package If we took the out. seat I mean the out and just out. let Freddie sit on the floorboard of the he, race car. We'd have car. to get a f***ing bathtub for him to sit in. <laughs> Lazy That's boy. fine. That is fine. In, in, listen, we could even put the grill on the passenger side, and Freddie's still going to win a race in this car. <laughs> I saw, I think Wyatt Alexander was one of them that tweeted at you. That was Did good. he? I he, just saw. I've seen it. TJ, you made this bed. Yeah. Well, but it wasn't because... It was because of the package. Yeah. TJ's king of beating a it's, joke into it, the ground, no. and then now he's mad that people are running the same no, thing I'm back saying, at him. They're, they're it's going to take it, him a while to figure this package out. They're taking it out of Freddie context. Freddie and I looked at each other like, what the f*** is he talking about? But you can't about? tell me you didn't see these cars being as strong as they were, as they are now. There's no way anybody saw this coming like that. I just, as dominant I as they are. I didn't think that they'd be this dominant, but I was pretty confident that Carl Larson when, was When I said this on this quick. show at the end of last year, there is one guy that I would consider coming back to spot full-time for. It was Kyle Larson because I knew this was going to happen. I knew he was going to go out and kick everybody's ass and set the world on fire. He was the only guy that I was willing to lace up my shoes for every week to go do it for one year. I'd only done it for a year because I truly think there's a bigger plan in play there. I'm happy Tyler Mine got the job, uh, and I'm happy to see him win the races because I honestly think this guy's like Kyle Busch. It doesn't matter who spots for him. Oh, if he's, he's in a fast car, yeah. he's going to kick your ass. That's yeah. what he's doing. He gets in anything and just fast. But I, I mean, we said on the show two years ago he was the show. This guy's the most fun guy to watch right now. But now that he gets the lead so fast, he's stinking up the so race. That's, when I said that, that's what I, I didn't expect them to be able to drive from the top to the bottom in mile and a half corners like they can do. And if you're that racing man, you know what it's like back there from eighth to sixteenth. Like it's you get back there, man. It's hard to get out of when you're, but if your car is, I mean, obviously you put, you give Kyle Larson. I truly think if Bill France was still alive, he would call this guy into a meeting and say, stop stinking up my shows. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, it's he those, those conversations happened. I, I looked up at one time. I think Tyler Green was standing next to me, and I look up, and everybody's in a pack. And I'm like, well, who's nine's leading? I go, oh, no, never mind. There's the five, 45 car lengths out front. Like, he's down he? at the Golden Gate Bridge. Where's, he's got where's such he a big going? lead. I was like, does he got a pit again? They're like, no. Nah. I'm like, well, what? How? Like, I haven't even made my stop yet. And I'm running like third, and here he is. And, and I'm like, wait, he's still got a stop again, right? No. No. No, he's good. Okay. Well, so that's that. <laughs> Remember, like, when you used to race road courses backwards because of track position? You guys, you guys. Didn't matter. It didn't matter. No. You guys, please keep tweeting TJ. Yeah. No. Please. Oh, boy. Nonstop. Every day, all day, every day. <laughs> All right. Well, now we're going to go ahead and make our picks. Uh, with Sonoma, TJ won with Blaney. In the pack, we in the past we've done yeah. all star. You can just pick anyone you want. Oh, if you okay. Want. Brett Does it count? was second. I think we have counted, but you can decide. Yes, it counts. Okay. okay. We've all you, better, you better. You better. Right, you get to pick first. You better make it. I, I don't think it should count. Man, my guy was doing okay. He was actually going to beat Ryan Blaney. He got wrecked on the last lap by Daniel Suarez. Uh, I don't know if there was a piss in my trailer race, but Michael McDowell, man, you were doing a good job for me. But I'm going with the guy that I've been talking about for an hour and a half, Kyle Larson. Wow, that's all. Wow, shocker. (laughs) It's a mile and a half, so you have to figure out the package. (laughs) It's a one lane mile and a half, Jason, with a lawnmower motor. Yeah, and he's yeah got a V12 in the damn thing. I'll take the only guy that has been able to run anywhere near the Hendrick cars. Chase. Kyle, uh, Kyle, Kyle Larson. <laughs> uh, Kyle Bush. You know, man, screw it. I'm going to go with. Uh, don't pick yourself because you don't want to wreck. I looked up one this week. I said, yep, oh, TJ's got dude. Blaney and he knocks the left front fender <laughs> off at like lap 15. Dude, I was uh, like, so <laughs> mad. <laughs> um, man, I got to. Heck with it. I'll just go with Reddick. Reddick it is. Thanks, Sherry, for the bourbon. Thanks, Carlos, for the two new grills. Pit Boss is coming your way. Yeah, I can't wait to see. What's the first thing you're going to cook, Freddie? A rack. Uh, another rack. <laughs> a butt. A butt, a rack. You I got think. a nice butt. I, I do. I do. Got I love butt. your butt. I don't ever say that again. <laughs> the way uh, that rub you put on it, man, <laughs> delicious. The way you, the, you love the way I rub my butt? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going back to bed. Hey. I also like your breasts when you cook those breasts. They're not bad either. What about my thighs? I don't like your thighs. <laughs> I'm not a thigh guy. Chicken leg. Hannah, thanks for subbing. Thanks for yeah. being here on time. Yeah. Thanks for having notes to, to help Janet. us lead the conversation. She's down here hanging out. She's like staring contest with doing her most of the show here. You have homework now, Dad. I got to listen to what? You right. got to listen to Neil Young the whole way home. Neil Young. We're signing off. Thank y'all. We out. We'll be back after Texas. Talk to you after the All-Star. Word. Dirty Mo Media on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mo.